What's up, Church at the Grove? Welcome to our brand new student ministry podcast. My name is Tyler Cloud, and I am here with my hosts, Dylan Wages and Austin Sorrels. And we have a special guest today, and his name is Pat Harden, the student pastor here at Church at the Grove. And man, Pat, this is a dream that that you and I have had, specifically you, for about two years. Uh, how does it feel to, to finally be able to get this podcast off the ground? It is exciting. I mean, it, it is awesome, and uh, we're just so so ready to get going with you guys. Uh, this podcast, the general direction that we're going to go is uh, to talk to you guys about challenges that you face, uh, to meet you where you are, and to help draw you closer to Jesus. Um, and we've got Dylan and Austin here. How do you guys feel? Dylan, how do you feel about where this podcast is going? I'm excited. This is something that we've been talking about doing for a few years now, and I'm excited that we are finally equipped with the staff, the members to do it, and um, I think it's going to be incredible. I think that God's going to really reach our students in an incredible way through the things that we talk about here. Austin, thoughts? Yeah, I, I agree. This, I think this is going to be a great thing for us to outreach to new people, so this is going to be awesome. All right, that's awesome. And the, and the format will be uh, to have a weekly guest. That'll be our goal. And we figured what better way to start than with the man himself, uh, Pat Harden. And so, Pat, would you kind of just give us, a, give us a background of how the Lord called you into student ministry and, and how you ended up here at Church of the Grove where you are today? Sure. Almost three decades ago, we moved from Florida to Georgia to join a church. Uh, I loved being part of that church and volunteered with the students at that church for 28 years and or 25 years and and just couldn't think of a better place to be than hanging out with students every week my wife and i with along with our youngest child kelsey went overseas and served as foreign missionaries Uh, joy and i came back after six years on the mission field because god placed an opportunity in front of me and a desire in my heart that I could not ignore. I loved being the pastor of Fellowship of the Grove in Romania, but there was this longing and this desire that had been in my heart for 30 years to come back and serve with students. So when the opportunity presented itself, I seized it, uh, obediently followed God to come back here to Church at the Grove where we had moved our membership to in 2008 because God led us here and we were excited to come back and be youth pastors now we've seen a lot of things change since we got here but it's been great change and I'm excited to see how it will change in the future man that's amazing uh, we have a few questions for you today um, Dylan would you like to get the first question for Pat absolutely um, the first question is Pat if you had one sentence to sum up our student ministry what would it be Life-changing. Amen. Wow. I mean, that is a very short sentence, but um, what, what is, does that mean life-changing for the students or life-changing for everybody involved? It or? does. Okay. All-encompassing. Yes. All-encompassing. All, 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 all <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I can tell you personally that it's changed my life, um, being on staff here. And I think, I think these guys would say the same. Mm-hmm. Um, being able to work with you and, and under you, in my case, uh, has been very beneficial to my growth. Uh, as, as a staff member and as a, as a Christian. And I've spoken to several students that feel the same way about the way that you and our ministry have impacted them and, and the way that some of your messages have spoken to them and some of the memories that we've made as far as, far as camp and, 
and D now last year especially have been as as you said life changing for them as well. Well, can I speak as well um, as a former student in Pat's student ministry? Um, I was blessed to be one a part of his original youth group here. A part of you know I was part of the first youth group that he was uh, that he led. Um, I guess I was 15, sophomore in high school when Pat came in 2015 to be our youth pastor. I still remember the day. I believe it was December 15th, 2015. Um, I met Pat Harden, and he introduced himself as our youth pastor. And from then, he has been life-changing. A life-changing instrument in my life has been, um, God has definitely used him to, uh, to lead me to where I am today, you know, in a position to be on staff here at Church of the Grove. And I'll forever be thankful for Pat Harden as my youth pastor. Thank you, Dylan. The reason I said life-changing, Tyler, is because it's been life-changing for many students that have come into the Grove Student Ministry searching for something and that they've discovered salvation through Jesus Christ. But more than that, it's been life-changing for some of the students who are already in the ministry and who have come to the ministry as believers because they've found an opportunity here to discover their gifts and found a role to serve and use those gifts in a way that has helped them grow in their faith. It's been life-changing for many of our adult volunteers who were seeking an opportunity to serve but didn't know that they wanted to serve. Mm -hmm. So God has given us a vision for sharing with believers how we can serve other believers within the church, but also how we can minister to those who have yet to believe outside of the church. Mm -hmm. And finally, I would say it's been life-changing for me personally as I had this preconceived idea of what youth ministry was like, and then after I got here and we started working, serving, ministering together, I realized, wow, that was a very narrow conception of student ministry. Right. So God has continued to broaden my horizons and open my eyes to see new things, new ideas, and ways to change in order to reach more people and allow more people to be part of our family. Wow. Amen. Amen. Uh, Dylan asked you, he, he mentioned uh, December, what was it? December 15th, 15th. I believe. So since that time in 2000, at the end of 2015, uh, how have you seen the student ministry change in the last three years and a little bit of, little bit of change here since you've been here? There have been many changes. <laughs> Probably the most noticeable changes have been numerical. Mm. We've grown from one student ministry at our Walnut Grove campus to two student ministries, one here in Walnut Grove and one in Social Circle. We've grown numerically here at Walnut Grove from about 20 to 25 students that were regular attenders when I first came here to upwards of 75, maybe even 100. We've, we've come very close to reaching 100 students a couple of times here on Wednesday night, but we probably average about 70 or 75. Mm -hmm. That's amazing to me. Mm -hmm. Down in the circle, we started with four, and we <coughs> sometimes have 25 or 30 down there. We probably average about 18 to 20. Mm -hmm. So it's exciting to see that, that numbers mean more people are being reached with the gospel. So it's exciting to see numbers grow. But more than that, I think the change that I've seen is the ministry has become more relevant to students mm -hmm. as students have started helping to lead it. Mm -hmm. And several people that have come up through the ministry have recognized that God's placed a call on their life. 
So they are are seizing this opportunity. Two of them are sitting right here at the table with us, Tyler, Austin and Dylan. That's right. They have seized this opportunity and are pursuing Christ more diligently now than ever. And one of the things they're pursuing is perhaps a vocational calling into ministry. And what better way to do that than in the ministry you've been a part of? Now you have an opportunity to give something back to the ministry and to help lead others, not only to saving faith in Christ, but to discover their own calling. Right. Mm-hmm. I'll, I will say this to you guys very quickly and, and to any student that is that is a senior or college age listening. I, I enjoyed my time at Sherwood McConnell University a lot. I wouldn't trade those five years for anything. But to be in the position that you guys are in is very invaluable. Uh, to, to be able to get the experience and the training and, and everything that you guys are getting um, is, is very, very important. And so... Uh, to anybody out there listening who might feel a calling on their life, um, Church of the Grove will do whatever we can. The student ministry mm-hmm. will do whatever we can to help you realize that <clears throat> that calling. Tyler, yeah. I will add this too. There are more changes coming. The evolution of this ministry continues. Mm-hmm. Over the past year and a half, we've seen the birth of, I, I guess you would say a sub-ministry, and that <laughs> is the Grove partnerships that have been mm-hmm. occurring as Older students, more mature in their faith, are beginning to mentor and disciple some of the younger students, which happens on a weekly basis here. That's one area. We've seen a college student ministry called Roots birthed out of the desire and vision of some of the students and adult volunteers within our youth ministry. So that's been incredible. There's a new student leadership team that's just been formed over the last couple of months that is helping in the decision-making and planning for future events designed to reach more people with the good news of the gospel. One of the things that I've tried to teach since I've been here is that I regret no one reached out to me when I was in high school. I believe had I made the decision to follow Christ at an earlier age would have saved me a lot of heartache and perhaps my life would have been much less sinful. In fact, I'm sure it would have been. So my challenge to our students now is be bold in sharing. But don't do it alone. Go with right. somebody. So that also represents a change as we're encouraging students to go together to share the gospel with their friends or even simply to invite their friends to some of our upcoming events like Disciple Now or Summer Camp, which are coming up in the next few months. And one thing that I've seen in our student ministry that I've, I've seen nowhere else in any other student ministry is how you, you personally, Pat, have opened the door for so many young students, um, and myself included, and Austin included, and Tyler, to preach, to get to share the gospel with our students. I've never seen that in another youth group or a student ministry. I mean, you presented me with my first opportunity at 16 years old to, to preach a sermon, and, and that led me to where I am today, you know, pursuing a, a calling in vocational ministry. Um, so I, I thank you for that. You know, that was life-changing for me, and it's been life-changing for so many other students who have stu- stood up on that stage and gotten to share the gospel with our students. Well, thank well, you, I, I will tell you that being a part of that scheduling process, as, as, as you've allowed me to be for the past number of months, um, there's a lot of prayer that goes into selecting uh, who that is. And um, for a long time, I didn't really understand what all went into that process. But, you know, we consider what the message is, you know, what, what is it built around, and who do we best think can articulate the gospel that particular week concerning that particular material. And so the week you were chosen or the week you were chosen, Austin, was not uh, by accident. God doesn't do anything, Pat, am I right, by accident. That's right. Uh, And so 
you guys are not here by accident. I'm not here by accident. Pat's <clears throat> Pat's not here by accident. So, um, and and again, students that might be listening to this, God um, wants to do great things in your life, and so you're not just going to stumble upon something great. I mean, if you if you encounter something great, it's because God had it planned mm-hmm. and set out for your life. And so, mm-hmm. uh, the next question. Hey, before we go there, let me just say that yeah. last night we talked about a three step process mm-hmm. in ministry. And we believe that Jesus modeled this. Matthew chapter 14 was our, our basis for saying this. As Jesus prepared to feed the 5,000, following the news about the beheading of his cousin John, there was motivation involved, preparation involved, and then proper management of resources. Mm-hmm. So if you take those three concepts, we prayerfully consider why is someone coming to us asking us to preach? And I've mentioned this a lot. If you feel like God has given you a message then come talk to me and we'll mm-hmm. see about how to how to afford you an opportunity to share that message. Right. If you feel like God's calling you to preach but not necessarily one burning message, come talk to me and we'll see about where you feel like you could fit into the preaching schedule and the teaching schedule. So motivation is the first thing we look at. We prayerfully consider how do we slot this person in the proper place, but then we ask each one to spend time reflecting on that to search the scriptures for what God wants you to teach, and then to write down that message and share it with me mm-hmm. so that we can refine that message and present it in a way that is life-changing. Mm-hmm. And as we do that, we put you in the correct slot, we give you an opportunity to share, and we try to do some follow-up with our small groups at the end of each message. So that's another part of the process that we ask those who come to speak is be thinking about some action steps and some practical ways to put into practice the truth that you're teaching. All right, so speaking of students stepping up, uh, what were some things you saw God do in the past year that you can celebrate in the student ministry? Wow, I saw seven high school graduates or college students come this summer and spend time every week ministering, serving, learning, and growing together as part of our first ever summer internship program. I saw over 20 students saved and baptized this past year. Mm -hmm. That was amazing. I saw the size of our group double, again, back to that numerical component. And I've seen God do some things in me personally as he's challenged me. And over the last two months, I would say, demanded that I not only embrace but promote change within our group. Mm. One of our core values here at Church at the Grove is growing people change. Mm -hmm. So for me, that means as old as I am, I have to not just embrace change, I have to promote, facilitate, and teach how to change. And it needs to be the kind of change that reflects God's work in our life Mm -hmm. and allows opportunity for more people to be involved in what we're doing here. More people involved means more people being reached. Yeah. Yeah. I think one thing to add to that is our involvement in the schools and with the huge turnout for the pep rally that we had, how many do we have? Like 200 and whatever 200 something we think it was about 275 <laughs> y'all know I, i'm sort of a number nazi mm-hmm. and i'm running around trying to count everybody <laughs> there were so many people that like night the whole room I was packed count <laughs> it was we had crazy. people standing in the lobby yeah yeah well craig calhoun one of our elders who helped pat myself put that together he was amazing in that 
He he swears up and down there were three hundred people in here. I mean, there probably because it looked like three hundred. He people. said that he said there was constantly twenty to thirty people in the lobby whenever you looked, and uh, just that was that was probably my favorite moment of the year. Yeah, is uh-huh. to see all those students simultaneously worshiping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, and, true. And, and, and a lot of those kids that you wouldn't think would know the lyrics were were just singing, belting it out, and that mm-hmm. was. Yeah. Really, really cool to me. I mean, the, the coaches came, and since then, a couple of the coaches have started regularly attending our services. And, mm-hmm. uh, it was just amazing to see those players and those cheerleaders uh, uplifting our Lord like that. So that yeah. was it was a really yeah. cool night. That was that was probably my favorite event of the entire year really by cool. far. Well, not to mention you got to speak there too. I did and get to speak. A, I did. Austin presented an incredible message um, for us yeah. that evening, and I yeah. I've just loved how we've. Down in Social Circle and Walnut Grove have gotten to be plugged in with all the schools, and uh, it's been it's been a great opportunity. Well, I have to tell you, Austin, it was really difficult for me to allow you to speak <laughs> with a group of two fifty or three hundred here. Oh man, yeah. I was chomping I was, at the bit I was really surprised. to speak, but I, you did a masterful job yeah. of sharing the good news of salvation through Jesus Christ, and yeah. I couldn't have been more proud of you. Appreciate uh, that. I, I, I've there have been a lot of things, but I will say that our involvement with the school and now having the Walnut Grove CLC meeting on our campus mm-hmm. has been a wonderful change this past year, and I thoroughly enjoyed that. I'm excited to see what will happen in the future. We now actually have an elementary school meeting here for CLC as well in the afternoon, and I've got a chance to sit in a couple of those classes, which have been really cool. Well, yeah. I, find it, I find it amazing, Pat. You mentioned growing people change. Uh, you tell me because nobody knows this better than you. We we put that that um, pep rally together on the fly within a matter of a few days. Yes, we did. In 2016 or 2017, what would you have allowed yourself to put something like that together on the fly without God first working in you the way that He has? What, what do you think? I doubt it. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I doubt it. Yeah. I don't know that I was ready to do that kind of thing without planning it out six months ahead of time. <laughs> I mean, it's evident that God is working in you in that area. I mean, yeah. it's absolutely apparent that God is, is moving in you. And I just want to let you know that Thank you. in a semi-public forum. But it's <laughs> uh, it's been great to see that change. Yeah, It's been awesome. I appreciate that, you guys. Well, with all of that said, you know, reflecting back on this last year, um, what are you what are you most looking forward to now as we move into 2019? What would you like to see God do, or what is what is something that you're expectant of in 2019? I'm expecting God to birth something new. It just seems to be how this group is evolving and changing and growing. I've actually had a couple of conversations with some of our high school students about a young men's group for. 10th, 11th, and 12th grade guys that will begin. And may I say, we've had a young ladies group, 10th, 11th, and 12th graders, that has just started, I think about three months ago, that has grown and grown. And that group is called Bloom. Really excited about them and what they're doing and how they're reaching new people. I was so impressed when out of their first month of meeting, they brought a young lady who accepted Christ here and was baptized a couple of weeks later on Sunday morning at one of our services here at the Grove. That was amazing to me. So I'm excited to see what God's going to do. And probably of the things we have scheduled, I'm super excited about our upcoming Disciple Now weekend. And Macon Jones is coming to speak. I I just feel like he'll really connect with our students. And 
share some truth that he's learned along the way. He's a youngster. He's younger than you, Tyler, but a little older than these guys. But, man, a godly guy, passionate about the Lord and excited to come speak. Talk about family on mission. Well, he, he sat in on one of our meetings. Uh, and a really, really sharp guy. I think you guys are really going to enjoy this. Uh, we'll also have breakout sessions. We will. Um, and I, I'm not sure who will be leading those. I know of one person that will be, that will be leading one, but... Uh, those will be coming up in the next in the in the next few weeks. We'll we'll let you guys know about that. But sign up on the website or the app if you're at Church of the Grove. Sign up for yes. D now. It's twenty dollars. We we reduced the price a little bit from last year. Twenty five dollars last year. Knock it down a little bit for you guys. We want you to come. We wish you to encounter Jesus. Uh, it's it's really not about us, guys. It's not about making. And I'm sure he would say this. It's not about making. It's not about any one person in particular except the Lord Jesus Christ. And so mm-hmm. um, the the D now and and, and D now stands for disciple. And so we want to be people who make disciples, who make disciples, who make disciples. Um, we want to follow the Great Commission, mm-hmm. which is to go and, and take the gospel to the ends of the earth uh, in Jesus' name. And so that's, that's really the, the main goal. That's why we exist. And uh, we really hope that we've been modeling that for you in our student ministry. Uh, Pat, final question today before we wrap up. Uh, what would you say to anybody listening that wanted to potentially join our student ministry, that wanted to get involved? Or, or come check it out on a Wednesday or Sunday. What would you say to those people, and why should they come check it out? Mm-hmm. Well, there's a couple of obvious reasons. The first is we have food every week. <laughs> My <laughs> wife and daughter, the lovely Miss Joy and the Little Biscuit, prepare an incredible meal. It's a miracle, as I shared last night. It's a miracle every week that we feed 100 or more people from contributions made by volunteers and parents within our student ministry. So come for the food, if nothing else. Amen. But then the Game Master, Jay Locke, brings such an exciting, interesting twist every week as he introduces a game that encourages an engagement by everyone Mm -hmm. and is pretty much awesome every week. We've had parking lot bowling, for example. (laughs) I've never heard of another church doing that. We've watched him race a stunt bike through the parking lot and crash into a carton full of eggs. I don't even know how you think of something like that, besides glow-in-the-dark volleyball, which we played in the auditorium. I've never heard of another church allowing that. It's amazing just to see what he comes up with each week. Mm -hmm. We have godly teaching presented every week by godly people. We offer small group opportunities at the end of the message for students to sit with their peers a group of 6th and 7th grade girls can sit around and discuss what does this mean to me or what are some obstacles I'm facing every day at my school or at my home. And then you, you've got you know 8th and ninth grade guys and high school boys meeting, discussing their own issues and how the message applies to them. So I think that's an amazing opportunity as well every week. I, I would also say... We have the nicest people here. Mm -hmm. We have the most incredible group of volunteers. You're going to get to sit with some godly adults who care about you and who want to share what they've learned about Jesus through the course of their life and how he can change your life. If you're not sure about the whole Jesus thing, come check us out and see. And besides that, we give every first-time guest a Grove Student Ministry Mm t-shirt to wear to school. So that's that's worth it right there. The food, the t-shirt, the fun, and the teaching, and the friends. It's hard to get any better than that. The t-shirt will be thrown at you by, yes. by somebody. <clears throat> I so believe It's probably going to be short, but... Yeah, I believe yeah. Austin <laughs> has been throwing the t-shirts. We may look for somebody else. I'm just saying. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm no Tim Tebow. Just like Florida and their future quarterback. Oh! oh. oh. That's a Florida fan for those of you guys that don't it know. It might be about so, time to wrap this up. Well, well I, social circle, Pat. Anything down exciting there? Exciting news coming out of social circle. We moved into a new facility down there earlier uh, this past year, uh, in the spring last year. And in our new building, it has sometimes seemed cavernous that there's this great big auditorium and only a handful of students. So we're moving into uh, one of the meeting rooms down there. It'll be a lot more intimate, facilitate discussion a little more. We're going to go to a little bit more of a conversational dialogue type of lesson every week instead of me standing up yelling, I mean preaching. <laughs> and then we'll try to inject a little humor each week. We'll have an opportunity for students to give some feedback. And of course, we'll still have the same incredible food presented by Carol Wisenhunt and her army of volunteers every week. Well, I, I want to say this really quick. Uh, um, everything that you just named, Pat, about the culture and about what God's helped us create here and about the people and about the way, we, the, the way you're greeted when you come in, everything that Pat just mentioned has been filtered down through our leadership, mm -hmm. Russ and Nathan. I, th right. I think, I think mm -hmm. they need to be uh, brought up and recognized for helping create that culture and the vibe that people get when they come at Church of the Grove. It's, it, they're different campuses, but it's one church. Tyler, there so, is no way any of this would be possible without the leadership of Russ Butcher and Nathan Boyd. That's right. mm -hmm. Russ is the founding pastor of Church at the Grove and still the campus pastor here in Walnut Grove. Nathan Boyd was the youth pastor when the youth group first started at Church at the Grove, and God has moved him into a position of campus pastor down in Social Circle. For me, it was kind of the opposite. God waited till later in my life, after I'd already had an experience uh, initiating and pastoring a campus over in Romania and now he's brought me back to the love of my life which is ministering to and with students so I'm excited that God's given us this opportunity and given us such godly men who have experience in student ministry and have mentored me along the way and given me some really godly counsel on mm. how to best reach students for Christ mm. probably the most noticeable is being involved in the schools yeah. I've been serving as chaplain for some teams down in Social Circle and am excited to say that Dwayne Yancey, one of our friends who's been chaplaining the football team up here at Walnut Grove, has recently begun attending, was here last night with his wife, and we're excited to see them plug in as yeah. volunteers as well. Man, that's awesome. Uh, final word of encouragement, Dylan, we'll start with you. I'm, I'm just very excited um, for this new year. I'm excited for what God's going to do. Um, I'm really excited, especially for this summer. Um, I think I think God's going to do some big things. I heard mm -hmm. rumors that we're, we're opening up our summer internship again um, for some, some great high school graduates and summer leaders. Um, so I'm really excited for that. And if you haven't been, if you haven't come, if you're listening to this and you haven't been to Grove Student Ministry, come check us out. Like Pat said, if, if, if you're not sure about the whole Jesus thing, just come for Come for the food. Come for the fun. Mm -hmm. You know, we have fun every week. And uh, I'm looking forward to, to meeting you if you haven't come. Um, but, yeah, thank you guys. Austin? Uh, just echoing what Dylan says, super excited for what God's going to do this year. Very expectant. He's going to do some big things, especially through D-Now and through summer camp and through getting involved in the schools, especially through the summer. So I just can't wait to see what God is going to do this summer. And a final word from our guest this morning. Hey, listen, if you've ever heard of the Grove Student Ministry, but you've never been, please come. Mm -hmm. Please come this week. If you live in Social Circle, 
come, you're going to get to hear Austin Sorrells preach in about a week. And I'm telling you, it's going to be amazing. If you're in the Walnut Grove or Loganville area, come check us out. You'll get to hear my buddy Tyler Cloud speak next Wednesday night. And I think you'll be amazed. God has placed an anointing on this young man to share the good news of the gospel. And if you want to hear it, come. Well, I appreciate you saying that, Pat. Uh, we mentioned Russ and Nathan. This is what they call a teaser. Both of those guys might be guests in future weeks. So you're going to want to check it out. That uh, They have a unique perspective on what's happened in our student ministry, too. And uh, we're going to try to have some students come and hang out with us in future weeks as well. Mm-hmm. So come and come back. It'll be me and Austin and Dylan pretty much every week hanging out with you guys, talking about what God's doing in the community of Walnut Grove. Pat's holding his finger And if up. you're looking for a church to try, maybe you don't attend church, but you're interested, Sunday mornings here at Walnut Grove, we meet at 9, 15, and 11. You can go to churchatthegrove.com and check us out. It has our locations and our service times on there. In Social Circle, we meet at 10.30, just behind the Blue Willow Inn, in every Sunday morning. We would love to have you guys. That's awesome. Guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us. We are praying for you. We love you. Uh, we hope that you come check us out. And actually, speaking of praying for you, we're going to close in a, in a word of prayer. Um, so if you would, let's go to the Lord together. Lord, um, we thank you for being who you are. Uh, we thank you for your work on the cross. We thank you for allowing us to, to peek into your word and to, and to preach your word and to, to draw people closer to you as we get closer to you ourselves. We pray that you would use this time every week, that you would use this podcast to, to encourage students, to empower students, to equip students to take the gospel with them wherever they are, uh, whether that be school or work for those that have jobs or maybe on a ball team or, or whoever they encounter, Lord. We want them to be able to proclaim you and proclaim your victory to everyone they encounter. So, Lord, would you just be with these students and whoever's listening this week? Uh, would you just strengthen them and uphold them with your right hand as you say you will in your word? Uh, would you just be glorified in everything we say and do here at Church of the Grove? We thank you for what you've been doing, what you're doing now, and what you will do in the future. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank Tyler, you, Tyler, I'd like to close with one last <clears throat> sure. thought. <clears throat> when Jesus began his earthly ministry, he was approached by a couple of guys who had been following John the Baptist. And they asked him who he was, where was he staying? And Jesus said, come and see. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to this podcast, you've never trusted Jesus as your Savior, and you don't go to church, my advice to you is the same as Jesus to those guys. Won't you come and see? Mm-hmm. Good. Thank you guys for being here. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. Yeah, woo!